Hello. Thank you for watching and listening. You had options. Uh, this episode, I have Gooch from uh, the band You Vandal. Um, great conversation with him. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. Go, uh, go on the YouTube and uh, hit that MF subscribe button. You know. Um, but yeah, we talk about their new record, You Vandal's new record. Um, Pretend I Don't Exist. Jeez, oh, my brain fart just then. Yeah, Pretend I Don't Exist on Jumpstart Records. It's great. Go check it out. We, we talk about uh, some of the songs, some of the meanings behind the songs. And yeah, just, we just gab, you know, like old friends. Um, yeah, check out You Vandal at You Vandal FL. Go buy their record. It's on vinyl now. You can buy that. It's sick. Uh, you know. Go follow You at Options at You at Options. Um, go buy the You at Options shirt uh, at slash shop. Buy some scoundrel merch. Uh, yeah, thanks again. Enjoy. Gooch, hello. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Of course. Um, have you watched the Pammy or Pam and Tommy show? I I have yet to watch anything beyond the trailers. Um, uh, my significant other was not significantly invested in whatever she saw, so I have to kind of find time to navigate watching it around her. It's but pretty- Alex did tell me, spoiler alert, there is a talking member in the second yeah. episode. There is, yeah. Uh, yeah Featuring Tom- one of the greatest Grecian actors uh, <laughs> known to this world. <laughs> oh, There's so few of us. <laughs> uh, uh, are you Greek? Yeah. Ooh, I didn't last, know last, the 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 the, uh, the old uh, government last name. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a to go along with Gooch? Do you have a a, a stage last name? Stay a stage last name. That that changes depending on how I feel. Okay. I, uh, during um one Skype interview I had done, I think like a couple weeks ago, uh, it was in his Gucci Mick Juggernaut. Damn. Um, there's been Gooch Goocherson and just Gooch Gooch. Yeah, you know, it's hmm. the the, sta- the stage name has many many names. It's Ooh. when when you're not being tracked by a social security number, <laughs> you can change whenever you want. Wow. So yeah. So there's there's private Christian birth name you, and then Gooch <laughs> Gooch is like a traveling uh, a vagabond traveling with a circus. Just this, just this, you know, personality that you you don't know when he's gonna come out until all of a sudden. Oh, oh. did someone say Bush beer? 
Can you give an origin? Do you know the origin of the name? Have you told this story a lot before on a recording? I mean, obviously, the name is famous from the Jackass uh, uh, original film because one of the, they were testing out those uh, electro pulse massage pads. Yes. And someone puts one on, on the, the gooch the area. Gooch, yeah. And it looked very painful. I mean, the person, I mean, the person didn't go themselves to the bathroom or anything, so it can't be that bad. But it, I, it doesn't seem like a place that I'd like to get any therapy on whatsoever. Right. Have you have but, have you ever used a tens unit like one of those like shocking pad things? I I've I've shocked myself with a couple things, you know, here or there. You know, I've, I've grabbed some electric fences, and one time I had to do uh, what's that? I had to do like some physical therapy mm. for a car accident and they put one of those like on the back of my neck and that, and it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember just, this is really uncomfortable. Why would someone sit here and just leave this thing on, you know, whatever level it is. Yeah, man. These, uh, I used to use them like on my legs and it, it feels like if you'd like, and of course I would, you know, I want to see. Uh, I got to put my hand on the stove, so I crank the thing up, and it like, yeah, terrible Charlie horse. Yeah, just oh, like it's like the muscles are like it's going to take me weeks to get untangled here right. now. Mm. Uh, so you've been doing a lot of, a lot of uh, promo for the the new album. There's, uh, you know, we we've been uh, doing little uh, email interviews. Uh, some Skype interviews and, and the like. Right. Um, and, and obviously the uh, Jumpstart, you know, has, uh, you know, uh, whatever you call them, like PR folk, you know, reaching out for us. Damn, dude. Us ending up here or there. Some very kind people have put us on playlists, you know. Yeah. Gorilla marketing, if you will. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, Jumpstart seems like a, a, a cool label. Um, I like that the guy also owns a brewery and puts on shows. I love that the guy owns a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the best thing, visiting visiting through that area when we did, like, the first tour for uh, I Just Want to Go Back to Hell. And just, you know, uh, you know, looking and you see the, the ice chest filled with all the, you know, six-packs. Oh, yeah. And the next thing you know, we're driving off with some. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, nice. Yeah, uh, 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 I was about to say something, and then I was like, I don't want to. Or I was going to tell the story <laughs> of, oh, well, whatever. Whenever uh, we played one time in this really, it was like a dance club in Florida. Like, not. I, I'm sure y'all have played. Like where it's like a DJ, uh, DJ or acoustic uh, friendly sound system to a band. Not a place meant for acoustics of those instruments made of wood and right. brass and the like. Yeah, but like we played at this dance club and it was meant, it's like DJs play there. And so we're just like not prepared, whatever, just real shitty show. Uh, and we ended up... Uh, uh, scampering off with some of their like <laughs> some of their just like kind of crates of beer or like pa- packets of beer pallet or whatever 
just just 100 like oh look what fell off the restaurant <laughs> pretty much that, yeah. that being said let me put it on the record i'm not stealing from you jeremy we right <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's, it's all above board with that guy this was legal tender alcohol taken whether barter system or government fund exchange <laughs> oh shit uh but yeah so were you were you on any of um i just want to go back to hell the recording no i just okay. want to go back to hell i i was around when they were demoing the songs right um because they played like uh you know the they played i think like three songs off that um at fest that year uvanda was playing at palomino and i remember being like oh man yeah th- these are brand new and they actually all 12 songs i watched them play you know first all the way to last um you know just practicing getting ready for going into the studio with uh brian um and and i remember like songs being very different like morbid having a different drum beat to it and uh the guitar solo in collapse not being a solo being more of like just a riff uh than anything yeah so it's it was it was cool to see what the final product was right and then obviously hear from eric you know like yeah this is this is what we wanted to change here there and everywhere and this is what you're going to need to play now (laughs) all right great i can try to figure that out uh so yeah so uh pretend i don't exist is your first uh i guess recordings with the band or your first record with the band yeah for, definitely first record i i am featured on our cover of uh the the starving song or yeah. whichever that we just you know made for fun because i thought it was a sweet song what song starving yeah it's the it's the actress from like true grit and like pitch perfect sequels Haley okay. steinfield or stanfield I can't. I've never actually heard her name said out loud of the last name, but it's like you've seen the Jeff Bridges True Grit, right? right. Yeah, yeah. The the little girl. Okay. She she did a pop song, and I think like one of the Diplo monikers, like Major Laser or something mm. like that, did. You know, you have big old electronic music, and they're like, I didn't know that I was starving till I tasted you. <laughs> and, okay. And then you know, big bass drop all that stuff gets in. i was like this could be very cool as a a pop punky easy core style song yeah which we don't really play that style of That's music true. but damn it we were going to do it for that song well, you, man you, you guys you guys are pros you can you can do whatever you want that's that's i mean if anything i wish that every band had that mindset of like what does it matter you can do whatever you want yeah man you literally can <laughs> Like I listen, listen to that new Every Time I Die record, and I'm pretty sure there's one song that's mostly just rock and roll. There is not a single bit of heaviness to that darn thing as it is, yeah, and man. it sounds pretty as hell. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a good record. The the uh, what is it yeah, called? Uh, uh, you know, post whatever, whatever. Fun song, post boredom, cool song to have. You know, come out especially considering that the world was very much post-boredom yeah. for that time to be coming out. Mm, yeah. What, uh, so y- you sing a lot on the record, um, or, uh, and so you also wrote a, uh, most of the, did you write most of the songs that you sang? Or like all your singing parts are, are you? 
Is that it? Yeah. Uh, well, not not all of my singing parts, because like on the songs where I'm either back and forth with Eric or I'm backing up Eric, um, I have no lyrical input on those. But the three songs that I'm, I would say I'm the lead on. I, I wrote those lyrics. Nice. Uh, uh, with the exception of a in sync back to me, Eric has that layered part at the end. Where uh, you know he's singing uh, really quickly uh, over uh, over me just repeating the chorus, yeah. While the the little kind of guitar licks come in that are all wow. <laughs> uh, that that was written by Eric. Uh, what that part? What is "Sink Back to Me" about? I mean, "Sink Back to Me." Your your big picture of that song is it's it's the concept of you need to go forward. Mm. in something when something goes wrong and you need to take stock in what it is within you that went wrong you can't just blame it on other people yeah and you know so you know you pick yourself up from failure and hopefully you have bettered yourself from it i mean at the micro version of it you know it's, it's your typical breakup song but it's you looking at yourself in that breakup and saying like huh I could have done that better, and that's my problem. It's yeah. almost, uh, I mean, best way to put it is you both bring your own problems into something, and if you don't work on yourself, you only mix your problems together. So if you're trying to use each other as crutches, but you can barely hold yourself up, you're, it's probably not going to end well, and you know, you end up writing songs like Ooh, me. Yeah. Ooh, so, okay. So sink back to me. Is that is that somebody is already sunken and but the other person's trying to better themselves? No, the person who's sunk is trying to better themselves. Okay. Uh, the the way that I like I I hope that if it, of course there is no way in a million years we would have had budget to show what, what Un- I see in the lyrics underwater as, filming. Know, yeah. Yeah, the, the if you took the metaphors literally, it's this concept yeah. of there being a lake behind your house. And, you know, your house has a drain in it. There's a drain in your sink. There's a drain in your bathtub. And the whole concept is that if you clog those drains and you keep letting in water, including from outside in this outlandish uh, 40 days, 40 nights kind of uh, situation, it's going to flood because yeah. the water has nowhere to go. And that's you kind of cutting out your stuff and bettering yourself in order to get rid of those clogs and get back to the surface of the water kind of thing. It's, I mean, it's again, if someone thinks that song means something else, then you're also right. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, but cause, cause obviously I, I hate, you know, trying to hide under metaphor on metaphor on metaphor on, metaphor because then at a certain point someone's gonna be like okay we get it you you read Thoreau. we don't care is are you are you do you get a lot of your ideas from are you a big reader yeah and it's the only reason i wear glasses now because i get too many headaches from reading yeah shoot my my college degree was english lit oh cool me too hey we can we can we see our own (laughs) yeah we see, we smell, we taste our own. <laughs> what, uh, are you, I don't know. Are, are there any, uh, what are you reading right now, I guess? 
Uh, right now, I, I was going through kind of like a, a Tolkien reread on on one end. Uh, I'm also reading baby books uh, because oh, I have a daughter coming, uh, and and I, I was reading the Swamp from a, a I think it's Grunfeld or Grunwald. I can never. I always I just look at like first letter, last letter. And then there's a letter somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. And I rarely, until someone actually says what someone's name is, do I say a name correctly. Um, but it's it's a it's an Everglades book about, you know, Florida. Uh, <laughs> our modern day Florida. Swamp people? Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot that people can say about that, of course. And we, we recently drove through that whole Glades area. Uh, from St. Pete to um, to uh, like the Fort Lauderdale area, yeah. so that was kind of cool. Like riding through that and really seeing the most modern, uh, picturesque of it. After you know reading what it was like when like Zora Neale Hurston was hanging out there and had Lake Okeechobee go and flood everyone out. Yeah. Hmm. Gosh. Yeah. The Everglades. That's that's weird. I I don't know. It's kind of like. Louisiana, New Orleans, like swamp area too. Yeah, it's. I mean, because the, the whole concept, like to to you know, give you a quick little like cliff note of the book is you know this whole concept that someone went there and they're like, look at this muck. This muck would be the best soil ever. Yeah. And so people try planting there, and then next thing you know, a hurricane comes, Lake Okeechobee floods, um, or you just realize that there's so much muck underground that fires are starting so it's not as bountiful as you think it is and then the the uh united states citizen said i will make you bow down to me and a big problem is a, a lot of our fresh water in this state came because of the way the everglades used to be and the modern day thought process is is that if we don't figure out a better way for it to be we might not have that fresh water you know so that's a, a current situation. Yeah, Biscayne Aquifer is a is a big you know. Got to fix this, but how? And is it going to cost us money? <laughs> you know that that's kind of like your your state environmental mm. impacts. Besides, like mm. we got to save our manatees and Florida panthers, and you know stop building so many roads. But we keep building so many roads. You can't, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just just let nature do its thing. Just give it back. Give the aquifer back and see what happens. <laughs> it's like you know, give up a couple towns here, there. Yeah, it's man. Like, go. It's like Disney screwed us all over. They did that carousel of progress ride, and everyone's like, it's got to keep going forward. Yeah, man. Otherwise, how's Grandma gonna whip my keister at the virtual reality video game? Damn. Hmm. Uh, what a. Uh... You guys, you guys made a video for which song did you make a video for on this one? Uh, Sink back to me. Sink back to me. Yeah. The uh, uh, was that your idea for the video too? Yeah. It. It's. Uh, I mean, really. Uh, you know, obviously, this song I don't think has much to do with getting fired, <laughs> um, <laughs> lyrical wise. But it. It seemed to me like you know those lyrics sounded like they'd sound really good over someone yelling in their boss's face while they're getting fired. Yeah. And, and so that, that was the concept I had. Uh, Eric, Alex and Scott all liked it. And Matt Stagorski, uh, 
you know, he plays in Machinist. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was the one who shot that video, and he said, "Yes, I do like that idea, and let's go forward with it." <laughs> it's a fun video. I like I like Eric in the wig. Oh, um, Eric in that wig is such so MVP esque, and the shooting the beginning of that video was so different because the beginning stuff we shot only the end of the song features it like there's me and eric singing the whole beginning of that song just in the room where like you're getting fired yeah and and eric is just looks just so hilarious in that wig and i'm spitting all over like you know i'm acting so horrible to this man who i you know care for so much and so it took all the acting in the world to act like a jerk to the guy but there was there was a part where I got done singing my part and it gets to Eric doing the water is rising to the ceiling, but Eric doesn't want to throw out his voice or anything, so he's just like, you know, he's got like his hands in front of his face and he's just like, the water is rising to the ceiling, like the the perfect Gary Cole from Office Space impression, and I just like spit across the room. It was so funny to me. Oh shit. Uh, where'd y'all record that? Um, at like a, a coffee company, you know, in like a kind of, uh, you know how uh, kind of strip mall looking area. Yeah. And one building is just, you know, uh, um, a company. And uh, I believe uh, Zagorski works for that company is what it was. So he was, he was like, oh, I have the perfect office place here. He's, he's like, my boss is completely cool with it. Yeah, and the boss comes in like, "Why is this chair all messed up and there's scuff marks on my walls?" It's like these guys really just hate coffee, man. I don't know. I don't know. Too wild. Yeah. The, uh, it's like they drank all your product, dude, and, and they just started bouncing off the walls. All these thirty-something-year-old men. Yep. Went bonkers. Oh man. Uh, but uh, y'all also you played. Y'all did like a weekender recently, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, our first big support of the record, besides uh, kind of our soft record release show that we did in Gainesville at the uh, oh so wonderful Lucy's establishment. Um, we did uh, Atlanta to St. Pete to uh, it's called Oakland Park, but it's basically you know your Tri County Fort Lauderdale area. Okay. How was how was the response uh, at their shows to the the new record? I mean, people people have bought it. Right. They have they have said nice things. You know, there we overwhelmingly played new songs at those. I think maybe we played like "Take Me Home" and I'm and, and "Sorry" off of like the last two records. Yeah, and everything else was just songs off of. Uh, yeah, seven seven songs off the new record. Ever everything to say like we've got something to push for y'all. Yeah. We hope you're buying what we're selling. Yeah, well, it's yeah. You got you know after after COVID, uh, not playing shows, and then y'all got the new record. So you got these new songs y'all want to play. Yeah, it's, it's like everybody forgot that we had other songs. It's fine to move on to these ones. I mean, you know, it's like you know we're we're, we're small time guys, right? And so. It, you it's it's like it's not like oh my goodness if like strung out came to town or something like that and i'm hoping to hear like 
you know, whatever I can hear off Twisted by Design or Exile and Oblivion. Um, and I maybe haven't heard like whatever the latest something they came out with is. And they're going to be like, all right, we can only play like three new songs because everybody wants the old stuff. That's not us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely not you, Vandal. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, gone. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, which we, we weren't sure, you know, how it was going to be. Like the Atlanta show, all cool bands out of Atlanta. Um, you know, New Junk City was, uh, I think, doing. No, it wasn't a. New Junk City wasn't doing a, a, a release, although I know that they'd come out with like some singles recently. But um, oh my god, Party Mountain Party uh, was doing like a cassette release that day, and uh, they were super cool. Like that, that was really enjoyable watching them. Uh, you go down, we play St. Pete, and it's Rutherkin's record release. Ah, yeah. So it's almost like we did a soft record release weekend piggybacking off all these other bands releasing things overall recently as well so it's kind of like oh that's so cool you're letting us play a record release we're going to steal your advertising and also do our record oh, yeah, that's, dude. Okay. that's that's just that's just smart uh, smart business on, on y'all's yeah. end it's uh like in a in nascar racing it's drafting you know drafting, you yeah. behind them, just like all right you gotta damn man let's uh let's conserve some gas here guys yeah, and uh, try to Take this out as far as you want. Yeah, the, the place that I did not know what, how we were going to get a reaction at was definitely the Oakland Park. But we know the owners of that place. It's called Ginger's. Um, and they used to run uh, that bicycle-themed bar down in Fort Lauderdale called 2N. Uh, it was like the word, the number two spelled out as a word, and then an ampersand because okay. it resembles like a bicycle. Um and they that place closed because you know they you know landlords can be a holes, and um, and now they're they're running gingers and that place was pretty awesome. Narragansett on tap. Uh, we did not know how people were going to like anything because the first like the um, there was a rad uh, there's a rad band that was only playing acoustic, and I'll have to pick their name back up. But uh, he played really cool acoustic. And then the band that played after him that was before us, all young folks, I think like maybe possibly still in high school or early college. So huge generational gap where we're like, oh, my goodness, like these people probably still have curfews. Like people are going to stay and watch us, but still a decent amount of people were hanging around. You know, it's but it was it was one of those things where you want people to be making new bands you know yeah. you want bands to keep coming out but it's just so wild when when you see like these these people that you know are probably at the age you were when you first started doing this stuff yeah it's it is weird um but i i imagine this is exactly how people felt um when they, uh, you know, like people who were in older bands in the site and the such watching like our band, like when we were in high school, yeah. playing, just like, oh man, I'm not jumping like that on stage anymore. <laughs> oh, my lumbago. Oh no. It's, oh, I remember the band Shaven. Uh, okay. the band was called Shaven that opened up that show and uh, that guy was really good acoustically. That was, 
they were cool. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know, it's it's good to be doing anything anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it's weird when you think about like like new bands and kids just getting into music because fuck, it's, it makes me feel so old. But it it's cool yeah. at the same time. Yeah, it's like it's like you're watching like the world of euphoria open up around you, and you're just like, oh no. Someone needs like I think I read like a, an article a long time ago of like some vulture guy or pitchfork guy going to see uh, a new hip project, and it was like very, very vulgar. Like some, I think it was like it was someone reviewing a group called Billionaires. I think is what they were called. Okay, and it was like two young girls, you know, like making. I guess you would say making Kesha seem like she wrote songs for Sesame Street, okay. if anything. Like okay. really, really being out there. Yeah. And this guy is sitting there and he's writing in the article about this and he's like, I'm here and this is and this is kind of making me uncomfortable. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, where's an adult? Where's the adult to, you know, tell these kids that maybe they should make different life choices? And then he's like, then I thought about it, and I was the adult. I'm yeah. the one that's supposed to do something. It was me. Yep. <laughs> it was me. I, I, I uh, hope to never be that person. Mm. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, what? I don't know. Still love doing it. It's, uh, I guess uh, down for life or whatever. Uh, yeah. But But it's just like, oh, man. I mean, there there has to be a moment during all of this, you know, pause that we've had where all of us have been like, is it going to miss us? <laughs> Are we going to miss it? You know, it's like, it's like, because there, I, I'm sure there was a conversation we had where we're like, oh man, like, do we just be a studio band now and we just do videos and, yeah. you know, if someone wants to see a song get played, they watch that. You know, you don't know where everything was going to go when this was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and then lo and behold, we got to fest last year. Right. And it was, and it, and it was just like, oh man, I'm so glad this happened because you just don't know how much you miss it until there's one year without a fest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The uh, yeah fest fest was good. Uh, it was just different, I guess. Feel that less people, you know. Which is, I mean, which is fine. Like, it's, I, I remember I didn't go the Kid Dynamite year. I think they did like Fest 12 or Fest 10. Um, and I had to skip that year for, you know, whatever personal reasons. And uh, then I went the next year and, you know, as many people weren't drawn out, but it was still awesome. Like, I mean, it's, it's Fest. You make your own fun. You see the music you want to see. And if you're not seeing music you want to see, guess what? There's a show one block or less away that you yeah. can go to and then see what you want to see hopefully yeah uh do you what was your first fest do you remember Oof. uh a lot of those early fests bleed together a little bit for right. me it might be five or six i want to say it was it was the one after the really controversial year where there was like uh, a warehouse show got shut down. Punks were getting arrested, and they're throwing cinder blocks through cop cars and stuff like that. 
It was, it was, I think the one after that, because, you know, if people were getting in trouble for like open containers, the cops were so respectful to the people they were writing tickets to. Like just saying like, you guys aren't going to like beat me up, are you? <laughs> Which to say cops being, you know, respectful to those that they are ticketing and or handcuffing is not something you usually get to say. So it's right. almost like there was this whole like, oh my goodness, it's true. Maybe they can rise up and take everything away. From <laughs> it's like they almost did it over one storage unit and yeah. a painted black set. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Cop cars overturned set on fire <laughs> the whole you know wheels replaced with cinder blocks just nothing but red lights flashing all over the place like mm. martial laws and it, obviously it wasn't that bad but it was I, I i remember going the year after that and i want to say the year after that year i just like broke my nose during like uh what was it? The the Florida Theater. They called it the venue back then. Yeah. And obviously they don't do shows there really anymore. But uh, they used to not have a barricade. So if you wanted to like just stage dive, you the, the stage was your oyster. Like you and it's not high. You know, you would just get up there and you would go. And I was doing it during like paint it black. And Dan Yemen was like, you know, challenging the crowd. He's like, if you don't jump face first, I think you're not cool. And I might have had a little bit to drink. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be not cool. Right. Well, I'm cool. And, yeah. And then maybe like jump number six or seven, someone's head just happened to be in the way of my schnoz. And then, Ooh. you know, it's like, I think like someone standing behind the guy, I made eye contact with him as soon as like my vision came back and he's just, <laughs> and I think the, the, whoever Al, uh, Alex's girlfriend at the time got a picture of me with just two bits of toilet paper shoved up my nose and I'm holding an ice cube on the bridge <laughs> and I'm just like I'm just like it's good <laughs> straight nose nose to to the dome nose first no, nose to dome nose almost always loses is uh you know one of these days the nose will prevail but uh oh man oh. no to nose that day did you have to get like your nose, like nose surgery? I, I have had my nose broken many times before that. So by that point, it was just I'm over it. This is so. This is the same beak that you see before you oh, that wow. suffered the the frack. Like it, I let me think. Nose got broken when I was probably in like the eleventh grade the first time, and then because someone was thrown at my head, bought like a spear. Uh, <laughs> And then broke it, seeing no effects in Jacksonville. Yeah, slipped and fell face first, and the ground defeated the nose. Concrete ground always beats nose. Got punched in the face um, because one of my buddies had just gotten off of drug court at a show, and he was super excited at the show it was. It was like, I'm the avalanche or something. So pumped. And he keeps bumping, you know, he, he's had a lot to drink. He doesn't have to take drug tests anymore. Right. And he keeps bumping into this girl and keeps bumping into her. And she finally can't have it anymore. And then he home alone twos me. He goes down to tie his shoes when she finally turns to see who this guy is. Oh, no. And I'm standing here 
and she, you know, like Kevin McAllister, he pinches the girl's skirt, yeah. and then she knocks out, you know, uh, Joe Pesci yeah. and uh, Daniel Stern. And this lady just turns around, and it was just, what happened? And, and, like, I think her boyfriend knew it wasn't me. And he immediately was like, oh, dude, sorry. And I was like, this isn't what I came here for. And, I, and the nose broke then, too. So, you know, it's just... By that point, it, it finally came time to stop putting your schnoz back together and just accept that it's just not its not meant to be. You having a nose? Then <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, The first time, it was so bad. I mean, straight. Oh, like, no. The other side of your face. They, they, like, put me... They Like, do you know, like, what they do when your nose is still, like, kind of raw? Uh-uh. They'll put you under, and they take two sticks and just, and they just put the bones back into place, like, like you're you're doing a puzzle in Uncharted or something. And yeah, it's it is like I mean I would hate to be awake for that and to sneeze. And, and obviously, like if it's if it's been a long time and your bones have hardened since then as the healing process, they would have to then break your nose and put it all back together again. So it's, yeah, it's Damn, dude. not doing that. I am fine with the schnoz I have been gifted. Damn dude. That, that, uh, that Humpty Dumpty nose trying to put it, all the King's men trying to put it back together again. I mean, honestly, I'd rather that they don't try to put it back together again. Cause one of those horses would step on my face and just break it all over. <laughs> break again. it again. Uh... It's like, oh, you broke it while trying to fix it. So it's fixed. It's, two doubles or two negatives makes it positive. It's, you know, just from the outside looking in, it looks okay. It's, it feels okay. There's there's a whistle I can hear sometimes. It's a whistle? But yeah, you know, just like, you know, just you know, taking a big, it's, I, I feel like I have to mouth breathe more than the normal human does. Okay. Do but, you, uh, do you snore? Oxygen's so good. If you're not using both your nose and your mouth to get a taste, I mean, are you really living? Right, yeah. Mouth breathers just get such a bad rep. Right, man. The, we normalize the mouth breathers. Uh, the mouth mouth breathing hits different, you know? <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, it's a different air. Like, you're so much more reckless. You're like, there could be bugs flying around, and I don't care. They yeah. just <laughs> come on in, buddies. Oh man, are you are you a snore? Yeah, oh absolutely. Oh no, but but hey, you know it's fine because now the wife is she can't get over it. You know, like if she tries to sleep without me, it's like my snoring is her whale sound. Oh, interesting. Like, you are stuck with me now. You need to hear that rhinoceros. Wow, man, trying to you know. Yeah, I don't know, like do yard work or whichever. <laughs> Trying to yeah, start a lawnmower is you know. <laughs> oh jeez, uh, what? Uh, you you sent me a song. I, I didn't get a chance to check it out yet. Uh, are you are y'all writing new music now? Yeah, we we've, we've been demoing. I mean, it took so darn long for this last one. Yeah, that it's it's kind of like let's get a let's get a jump start on uh you know having having new stuff out i mean we've we've exchanged a decent amount of demos uh and uh all just acoustic we haven't put music to anything yet Um, but we are certainly you know 
we're looking ahead, but the for now, uh, what matters is, uh, you know, pretend I don't exist. You know, that's we're we're pretty pumped on all on all those songs. Like yeah. it's 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 different enough. I think like we all did what we set out to do on it. I hope we did, uh, or I hope we're all satisfied with it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's it's a good record. It's oh, thank you very much. We were we were uh, pumped on it. I, I think I, li- I listened to your interview with Eric, and yeah. I think Eric like let out the joke. He's like, "Have you listened to it?" Or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you were just like miss saying a song title or something. Like yeah, that. well, I was. Yeah, he, I was like, well, my favorite song is you know, uh, pretend I don't exist. <laughs> I mean, those those are I believe lyrics that come up in "Got It Wrong." I think. Yeah. It's, and and then I texted him later, uh, and I was I was like I, I'm sad I didn't bring bring up uh, y'all's anti mask song uh, Ghost. <laughs> that there's uh, you know a lot of I think like there th- there was one um, music blog where it's like uh, music dies here I think okay. it's like two people who listen to an album while like drinking okay and. And they're like they're they're talking about ghosts and be like these lyrics have a very different, um, very different meaning now than right. they did before. Uh, and the line about charging the capital that pushed oh, it over the top. Yeah, it's like oh no, this is the January sixth theme. Like no, it's we we because Eric and I did an acoustic show yeah. at a, at a for Vecinos, you know, outside of Flacco's. Um, and it was like us and no more. And um, I'm trying to think who else was on. I know the, the suck brick kid guys from Orlando, I think were on it too. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just a, you know, just a nice little Florida acoustic shindig. And we played ghosted and Eric and I, it, it was still, you know, <laughs> peak pandemic time. And so we changed the lyrics. Oh to, no. Keep on your mask. And the one underneath it too, uh, it, which of course really changes the entire metaphor of the song at that point. That's but true. It's it's like oh no, the artistic integrity has been compromised, mm-hmm. but we also don't sound like we're a bunch of alt right, you know, uh, QAnon oh, a holes. So it's a uh, you know, that's like whenever I go to karaoke and I do a Kanye West song, I keep all the expletives in. Okay. Even the the racially charged ones. That's I those stay in there. I'm just joking. Isn't that what was that that movie? Uh, did you ever see the movie Dope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when the the guy from Workaholics is just you know he keeps he wants to say the expletive right, and uh, Kiersey Clemens characters keep slapping him over the face, and it shows him talking with that Jean Ralphio actor right, and they they're they're in the guy's like whatever happened to the artist's intent. that you know grouping of people you know goodness yeah that that art artistic compromise thing you know that's tough eric and i have no problem changing up words here or there Mm. Uh, mm. interesting yeah obviously ghosted is not a uh or (laughs) wait is it ghosted yeah 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 Uh, ghosted is the Take off your mask. It's, yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> written before COVID, I believe. Uh, it was most certainly written pre-COVID. 
and uh, record. I believe we even recorded the the vocals before that. Yeah, because like I know like Eric has I think said it, but it was like we were gonna do three EPs. Yeah, originally because we were like ah you know like get it and then we'll we'll put them together as a compilation, and then we we finished the first one. We had sent it out to get mastered. Whoever we sent it out to was unfortunately not uh, getting back to us. So that all failed. And by that point, we were like, oh, well, we're already working on the next four songs and the next four songs. Yeah. And we played, I think we played Cake, uh, you know, the first song on the record at a show in February of 2020. So right before everything got really serious with that virus, um, and so we came out, you know, we played that song, like Eric and Alex, like switched bass to guitar. It was, you know, that moment of, Oh, look, we have new stuff. So ghosted was done. The, all four of those songs were done by that. Yeah. And so, you know, we have a paper trail people. Right we can promise you, we were, we were not, uh, you know, coronavirus truthers, uh, trying to, uh, you know, um, Chicago are our devil's um, messages to mm-hmm. you by spinning the the records backwards. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a little Nikki reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You don't hear too many little Nikki references anymore. You, I mean, really, and, and especially with like Popeyes having so many commercials and people apparently stabbing each other over the sandwiches. Oh yeah, you really expect more of those. You know. More of that, uh, you know, more little Nicky's clear product placement for Popeyes to be coming out into this world. But oh man, mm. you, you you don't because it's yeah. like what? Like the the part I'm thinking of is when they're the metalhead guys are like spinning a Ozzy Osbourne or Black Sabbath yeah. record. He's like, what do you think they're saying? It's like the Blizzard King was always actually very straightforward in what he's saying, <laughs> but Chicago. <laughs> Oh, that was uh that was uh you know there was i'll give the movie it gave me some chuckles and that was one. Oh yeah oh man oh shit what's chicago's big song i like, honestly i i think chicago and i just confuse them with electric light orchestra yeah and and so i really don't i we all know it like they play it on a like if you're in an Applebee's, it probably plays over the intercom or something like that. I haven't been in an Applebee's in possibly a decade, so <laughs> I really can't tell you what the Chicago song is. If you leave me now, that's a big one. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I I am not at all surprised that I thought that was ELO. <laughs> uh, Twenty five or six to four. You know that one? Oh jeez. You see, these are all songs that you're just like, if it came up on Jeopardy, I'd be, I'd lose. But if it like popped up, I mean, I'm probably not Shazamming it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. I I gotta Shazam this. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, it's that song. It's been that song all along. I can't believe it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's funny. Like, yeah, there's a a station in Mobile called 96.1 The Rocket. And that's our our uh, 70s, uh, you know, whatever, classic rock station. Oh, man, yeah, all that shit, most of that shit just runs together. 
Yeah, I mean, like, because Florida, at least in, like, south-central Florida, where I came up, we had 98.7 the Gator, 95.9 the Pirate, and then I think 96.5. And they all ran a certain amount of classic rock at one time or another. And I'm pretty sure they're all something else or or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh Okay, we can do a lightning round. We we've done like forty six minutes. It's a uh, get out get out your quick draw McGraw and uh, give me give me your best shot. And uh, you know, as I, I, I always say, it lightning is subjective. You know, so <laughs> uh, sometimes lightning strikes in more than one place. That's true. Oh man, um, what's uh what's what's your favorite book of all time? Oof. Favorite book of all time? I'd probably go with the first uh, Carl Hyacinth book I read, uh, Double Whammy. What is, what is, can you give people a rundown, a double double whammy rundown? Carl Hyacinth is someone who loves Florida but hates what Florida has become and typically writes uh, kind, you know, kind of satirical action novels uh, showing, usually taking an industry and how it's been bastardized, whether it's fishing in double whammy uh uh the tourism game hunting the lottery what have you he he tackles those subjects and double whammy is about fishing and also you know there's there's a great character that he's written uh called tyree spree i think whose real name is um or who is referred to as skink and he is a homeless man who eats roadkill, uh, but he is a former governor of Florida <laughs> who who uh, tried to expose the corruption of government and, of course, was, you know, eventually defeated by the lobbyists. So he walked away from the political stops, uh, spotlight. And if you read Carl Heisen novels, he typically appears in all of them. Yeah. That's weird. Mm, that's good. I'll, I'll double whammy. I'll check that one out. I, I highly recommend it. It's uh, that that was a good part of high school for me was reading those books. Uh, what's uh what's your favorite truck stop uh, slash gas station on the road in in the touring? Oh yeah, in in touring. Hmm. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if we stopped at like a Bucky's when we were in Texas, which is crazy because it's you know everyone's like it's the Holy Grail. What Damn, are you man. doing? Um, I mean, Wawa feels like such an old reliable, True. Uh, you know, pretty clean restrooms, no charge ATMs. I can say I don't like sheets because it gave me, it, it just always gives me a stomach ache. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like, and I feel like there's this sheets Wawa, you know, there is, yeah. it's, and, and I feel bad to have to take one side, but as of this point, you know, we have Wawa's all over Florida now, and they so far have done me far less harm than Sheets has done for me, which has been 100%. Ooh, damn. Oh, the Sheets slander. This is... You're going to get oh, people we're, riled up. We're in so much trouble here. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh... You know what? If I, if I had to pick one, there is a mobile in Vero Beach <laughs> that uh, has a the Saucy Pig which was a local Vero Beach barbecue joint. Okay. And you could get it out of just that gas station. I know independent gas station barbecue doesn't sound so good, 
But dang it, I don't want to be saying like, you know, where's my favorite place to buy like my clothes is Walmart. So, <laughs> hey man, yeah. fade, fade of glory, never done anybody wrong. So, so saucy pig out of a uh, you know, Vero Beach, Florida. There you go. <laughs> okay. What's uh, what's your favorite regional beer? Out of like Florida region or any eh, region? Any region. Oh, I mean, like, I mean, honestly, if you got a Canadian beer, it's exactly what I want. Like Labatt's and Molson's. Really? I would, I will crawl over broken glass. <laughs> I would kneel on nails to drink one of those instead of like the big three off of whatever tap you're in. Damn, dude. Um, my, my hometown uh, uh, of Utica, New York has an awesome brewery though. Uh, uh, FX Matt's Brewery, Saranac uh, Brewery is what a lot of people know it as now. Okay. Um, and they have some good beer there. The Utica Club is my favorite cheap beer in the world. It's uh, the old can just had like a double X on it. That okay. Was, it's awesome. But, I mean, it's uh, if you're ever in Utica, go to Varick Street. There is some lovely drinking to be done in that area. Oh, shout out. Oh, man. Um, Ah man, I I don't know. I asked Eric this one, and it was about it, his response was about you. <laughs> the the bathroom. Yeah, incident. so I don't know. I'm sure that's your craziest fest story. For uh, if, uh, I I can't remember if that was the same. That was not the breaking my nose year, if I remember okay. correctly. Um. I mean, if I'm remembering correctly, the year that was the first year I think that I went there. Like okay. that was my first time in Gainesville for a very long amount of time. Yeah, and it was, and obviously I fell in love with the darn city. I can't believe I don't live there That's to great. this day. Yeah, but honestly, it's probably because the city does not want me there. They're like, we can only have you for like three a days bit out of the yeah. out of the year. Like we need to clean up when you're gone. Um. Yeah, so I mean that that uh, you know doorless bathroom stalls probably very very well up there. But I think that same weekend someone posted a pic on the social media of a kid passed out on like one of the trash cans outside of like Cowboys or Eight Seconds or Knocking Boot Saloon, whatever it's called, and his pants are down. So he's basically using the poop and trash the garbage can toilet. So I I think that kid won that year. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, Gainesville's a great city, even without fest going on. Like hanging out with y'all there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's so cool. I think there was like, oh, there, there was a time that I was so stoked because all the like, I think like eight seconds and a couple other places. I think eight seconds used to have like sawdust all over their bathroom floors. Okay, and they their the urinals were heavily iced. So, you know, yeah. it's like it's the best video game to play when you're, you know, trying to get stuff done or whichever. And I remember, you know, being in, in one of those urinals, taking down my ice and just like talking to someone about like, man, I'm having so much fun, you know, taking out this ice. Isn't this such a good fest this year? Mm-hmm. You guys played pretty well tonight. And the guy's just like, I can't get started if you won't stop talking, talking to me. me. <laughs> oh, shit. I feel that. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, un- understandable. Not every not everybody wants to go two player. Everybody, right. some people two player. <laughs> oh shit! What's uh what's your favorite uh, Florida band? Ooh, I mean that that's a or you can give me top top three, whatever. Top top three. I mean. I mean, goodness, it'd be almost crazy for them not all to come out of Gainesville, really. Um, I mean, if I had to go with, like, the legacies, it's really hard to, like, you know, look past just everything Hot Water Music and Against Me have done. Yeah. Um, And I'm trying to think of, like, a more... It's one of my favorite songs. Not not necessarily that I, I dig everything with them, but, like, I feel like people don't talk about Glass Eater as much anymore but they had like some cool stuff there i think out of like the miami area because okay. i feel like glass eater is out at the same time that glass jaw is out Too glass much. jaw obviously is you know a big legacy band right. um glass eater i don't think ever reached anything close to that but if i had to go with local acts you know bands that are that are are more of you know I don't want to say peers because I think some of these bands write songs that I could never aspire to do. Um, but you know, people that we're friends with, I mean, I got to say Rudderkin is awesome Yeah, out of the Tampa St. Pete area that that portal for spirits record is so good. And the EP they did before that, the sanguine song, love that song. It's, I mean, they're, they're so cool. And we were so fortunate to get to play with them on that weekender that we just did. Yeah. Um, kid, kid you not, Always, always such cool guys, you know, love, 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 love playing with Kid You Not. And and these guys aren't Florida guys, but have you heard of the Handsome Scoundrels? Oh. They played best. Oh, man, I tell you what. Oh. They got some toe tappers. Yeah. They've, 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 they've made me raise my knee and lower my foot back to the ground once there or twice go. there. Start slapping your legs. Yeah. What was it like that? Uh, you guys, you guys had to play at Vecino. Well, it was Dirty Nelly's then, but then it was now yeah. it's Vecino's, and you guys had to play like the same time as like American Steel on a Sunday. I remember. Pro- yeah. yeah. It was like. Yeah, I can't remember what year that was. Uh... It was. I want to say it was the last year uh, before the fest that never was. Okay. Like it was. It would have been fest. Fest 16 was this year, right? Or last year? This is yeah. the 19. This is Fest 20 coming. Yeah. All right. Shit. All right. Yeah, no. Fest 18 then. So okay. Fest 18 was, um, that was the one that American Steel was playing and they were awesome. Yeah. But you guys were going on, I think, halfway through their set. Mm, and so I remember I like, I showed up to y'all's set and I was wearing the most controversial t-shirt of all of Fest. Which was a white claw shirt. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And that that white claw being a thing at fest really controversial is uh, what I is something I learned. Like people people walking by me saying disgusting. Just ripped your tried to rip your shirt yeah. off. Yeah, just you know, like someone just get that out of here, and, like <laughs> pouring dumping hot bacon grease on me or oh, something shit. like that. Pure uh, battery acid. Just like I must bring this man down. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, it's uh, pe- people were not happy about that. But I remember I went to y'all's set, and I think like afterwards we were we were talking, and I was you know pretty toasted at the time, and uh, I think like I was like, did you guys before I got there, did you guys play the Porky Pig song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, love it. 
Oh shit! I think we did. I think we did play our our Porky Pig song. It's. I mean that that that's a. I mean like nice quick chorus. Like that's one you want out at the beginning of of a set. That's you right. Know? It's like it's like let's get that coat. Let's let's get the toe tapping going and hopefully right. not lose that rhythm. Dang it! Oh it's, shit! Oh god! Oh man! Uh, what's what's your perfect pizza? Honestly, for me, a perfect pizza would be pretty darn simple. I'd be fine with just pepperoni and cherry peppers. Um, okay. Yeah, like the the you know the the spicy peppers, right. but like good cherry peppers, not just like the the ones that you would buy pre-sliced, yeah, or something like that. Like if you get like a nice jar of Centos that still have all the seeds in them, and that you have to core out yourself, and if you're coring a cherry pepper. You probably should make sure every single seed is gone. Yeah, because just one is you know a, a darn heat seeker missile coming after you. It's just so bad. Oh no, don't don't at all do that. My father would, uh, you know, he he was a big hunter, and we'd always cure our own meats. And we had this lovely concoction of dried sausage, fifty fifty venison and and hog, and then provolone cheese, but very sharp like hung with the ropes in the ball of wax kind of program. okay and you would we would gore out a cherry pepper and you would stuff it with sliced uh with that sliced sausage which you would need to you know put in in vinegar or i'm sorry no in, in oil uh otherwise it would just keep hardening and at some certain point you're just losing teeth <laughs> what so would you have to dress like these what would you what would your dad hunt where would he hunt i mean we i mean we we lived in upstate new york so oh, okay in new york from, like the mohawk valley uh you know he he knew a lot of people who had a lot of land and you know they all they all grew up and then when we moved to florida you know so many people hunt but they don't know how to you know dress a stag like nobody they're all like Oh butcher, please turn this into meat for me. And uh, can you put the? Can you get me a taxidermia so I can mount this beautiful creature? And it's like, my, I mean, my father was very much like the you. If you're taking this thing out of our 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 uh, our planet, you're going to use everything. Like you know, my dad would make pelts out of you know he'd make blanket pelts. He'd make you know we'd we'd. Uh, Shoot! One time, I had a science project out of antlers, and I think it won something. Like when I was in like the second grade, that was sweet. We made like chimes out of them. Um, that was that was pretty cool. Oh. Uh, and then obviously the meat—you can get what you want out of it. It's uh, they are beautiful creatures, dang it! And you better be damn well respectful with them if mm. you are to uh, take one off this planet. Damn, damn. Uh, whenever have you have you like killed a deer? I myself now we okay. we moved we moved before I was of age for okay. him because there's you know uh, the uh, tradition of killing your first deer you cover yourself in the deer blood and then yeah, it's like supposed to take a bite out of its heart or and, something yeah so you you cover yourself in deer blood then you go to Walmart because that's you know that's usually there would have where we were there would not have been a Walmart very close by for, exactly for where my father and I would have done that so that would have been very difficult getting me there well that's, I feel like people now these days they just get ahead of all that by they buy Jägermeister and they just black out and that's the deer blood thing <laughs> that's how everyone does it you know? yeah yeah the uh, the black vomit that comes up upon you 
when after drinking it. But it's just like you know, it's it's greener. It's it's just a better way of of you know doing your rite of passages. Just mm. go go black out on some deer blood and and you know leave leave the creatures be. Dang it. Yeah, I was yeah I was picturing you know, uh, little little gooch like. Gooch, Gooch Sr. bringing home like a, a wild pig that he's killed like out in the the Florida bush and uh, kind of like a Lord of the Flies type of thing with you like just I don't know covered in leaves and in blood and, <laughs> just running around with palm frond bikini and, yeah. and just really you know uh, just uh, speaking in like some secret language only the palaces have created while being out in the bush there you go um, it's, it's, uh, you know, there, I mean, gotta say, uh, went, went a long time before I ate meat from a store. So it's, wow. eh. yeah, there's this guy, uh, have you heard of liver King on Instagram? I, I'm not a uh, familiar. Uh, all right. You, uh, yeah, it's just one of these guys that <clears throat> he's a, he's this jacked dude and his big thing is like, eating liver of of uh animals but he's this he's like i use all the parts of the animal all that shit uh but i don't know people are like it's he just weird weird videos of him and his like daily routine uh but he is humongous uh in cut and so people are people think he's you know he's he's on the old the juice and you know not just eating liver to get big well you know like it, it was like a big thing that when when settlers were trying to figure out like why do the native americans look like they do and we're all dying of malnourishment and everything because it, it you know it was like so especially in like florida people did not um, you know they would they would just overhunt the deer the deer would migrate and they would have no more deer and like a big thing is that what they didn't realize is like native Americans knew how to grow. I think it was like a combination of corn and beans. And by growing the seeds together, it, it produced an enzyme that was the equivalent of pounding down a steak. Um, Weird. Is, is, is like what they say, at least. I mean, I'm not, uh, I mean, whether someone made this up and then gave it to me, it's, but it's, you know, it is one of those things that it's like you, this, there's ways to, you know, look all nice, but uh, also at the same time, maybe he's putting something extra in that liver. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, okay. What uh, To go with the pizza question, what what do you want on your tombstone? Uh, I mean, if I'm going to... We're, we're saying I'm going to have the actual trash cracker of tombstone just posted up behind me. Um <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, the the Lawrence Arm lyric that uh, I have as my uh, IG handle being "I was born and I died." Oh yeah, it, it seems very apt, and it really summarizes, I think, everything I did on this planet. You know, from the beginning to end. By yeah. that point, yeah. I mean, That's I could one. I could also be like, he abided. Yeah, the dude, he abided. Yeah, the dude abided. Oh, man. That's good. I like that. That's a good lyric. Um, yeah. 
Well, cool. Uh, do you, do you have any closing promotions or anything to say or anything you want to get off your chest? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, please check out, uh, pretend I don't exist. Uh, we have a music video on, uh, the old YouTubes of, uh, sync back to me, uh, directed by the awesome Matthew Zagorski. We will be making more music videos too. I, uh, and hopefully there's some of y'all's favorite songs. Uh, if I could recommend like one song to listen to off that record that like doesn't get talked about, maybe I'd say like got it wrong is a cool ballad song. And if you like some nice, soft, uh, you know, more dronier stuff, mm. uh, especially that's akin to like something we did off of like abandon all hope or something like that. I think it's a really good, uh, touch on that, but what us still doing something different. Oh, um, and, and like all those Florida bands I'm talking about, I mean, my goodness, listen to, listen to handsome scoundrels, listen to seagulls. Those are not from Florida. Right. Um, also, you know, listen to rudder can, uh, everyone knows wolf face, but you should listen to them anyway. Virginity yeah. out of Orlando is cool. Uh, kid, you not friendly fire. I mean, we got, we got a lot of good friends around these parts. Oh, yeah. uh, and, uh, Florida, I really feel like Florida music is, I wouldn't say it ever left. But I feel like there's something of a raising uh, resurgence, whether we're part of that or not, uh, is to be seen. But I'm I'm very stoked on a lot of these bands with their releases that are out right now. Um, and uh, oh my goodness, who was it that? Oh, and uh, there's a cool band out of Gainesville. If you like stuff like The Cure, they're called Chimes. I highly recommend checking them out. They're on Bandcamp. I think it's like Chime Six Six Six. Okay. Or it's uh they're they're that that stuff is awesome very into that kind of thing oh yeah cool well uh gooch uh stay on for a second but you had options but you decided to talk to me and i appreciate it i appreciate being that option for you too (laughs) 